Thanks for tuning in to Beyond the Bench. This is a podcast for athletic directors, coaches, and leaders, and it's done by three athletic directors from Iowa. I'm Todd Gordon from Greene County in Jefferson, and I'll be joined by Scott Jarvis from Ankeny Centennial and Aaron Stecker from Cedar Rapids Kennedy. If you have any questions or comments you'd like to leave us, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at beyondthebenchgls at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and let's get to today's podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Beyond the Bench. Um, This is Season 2, Episode 8. And uh, we are coming to you live from our homes, not together. (laughs) We missed last week, you know, uh, we all kind of had stuff going on over the weekend and, and uh, just didn't connect. And uh, so we missed a week and, but good to have you guys back. How you doing Aaron Stecker in uh, Cedar Rapids? We are, we're doing well over here in Cedar Rapids, getting ready to enjoy a a great weekend here of, uh, a little sunshine before we get back to winter next week, it sounds like. Uh, not to bring weather into it as ADs because it's a weekend, you have to worry about weather, but get out and enjoy it while you can, it sounds like. No doubt. Scott, how are things at Ankeny Centennial? We're, well, I am actually sitting in, uh, in Northview Middle School this morning. I had the opportunity to hear Inky Johnson speak this morning at Prairie Ridge Church, and then my daughter is uh, has a volleyball tournament at here at Northview Middle School this morning. So I am sitting in Holly Anderson's office uh, doing our podcast this morning. And, and uh, what a, it was a good morning. Although it was an early morning, it's been a great mm-hmm. morning. Very matter. good. Very good. Yeah, we, you know, we usually record on a Sunday night, but we've got things going on on Sundays as well. And so uh, we're recording on a Saturday morning today, a beautiful Saturday morning. Um, State finals wrestling day, a uh, big day for a lot of kids, a lot of programs. And so enough going on for us anyway. But guys, I got something to say. Are you an AD interested? <laughs> you, you, you always have I do. Stuff to say. And this, this is going to sound, sound like it's scripted, I guess. No. Are you an AD interested in saving time or making your job a little less stressful? Or are you looking for ways to improve the fan experience at your games? Well, we at Beyond the Bench suggest you take a good look into hometown ticketing. Hometown ticketing provides schools with everything needed to offer professional-level online ticketing at absolutely no cost to your school or athletic program. Hometown integrates industry-leading technology directly into your existing school or athletic website. This provides your fans with simple and easy ticket buying experience that takes place directly on your website without the need to create an account, remember a password, or download an app. From individual game tickets to customized season pass programs, our friends at Hometown Ticketing can customize an entire ticketing platform for your program, and the best part is, It doesn't cost your school or athletic program anything to get started. So own your ticketing with hometown ticketing. 
the official ticketing partner of VNN Sports and Beyond the Bench. Visit www.hometownticketing.com to enroll your school today. Again, that's www.hometownticketing.com. And we want to thank Hometown Ticketing for being a sponsor, our sponsor of Beyond the Bench. So thank you to everyone out there. And I think they're going to be at our uh, convention this year. So look forward to having them and you'll get to meet uh, some of them at our convention. So guys, it's that time of year. Um, it's the postseason. It's the start of spring seasons. Track, you know, started uh, this past week. And uh, a yeah. lot going on as we wrap up and then we get going again. Uh, I, I, first of all, I just want to say a thank you to our administrative assistants who are dealing with the postseason, but then also working on all the forms and making sure everybody's ready to go for spring, trying to get rosters in, checking physicals, all that. Um, a personal mention to my assistant, Misty Betty, who is a rock star here in Jefferson for Green County Schools. Um, guys, I'll let you uh, give a shout out to yours as well. Well, I'll go ahead and jump in then. Uh, although my, my shout out yep. to Julie is going, hoping that she's she's getting better. Uh, she actually was out. Um, she's been out the last week and a half. She's got one more week. She's out here. So shout out to me for taking care of my doctor's <laughs> permission to practice. I am doing a bang up job, let me tell you. Um, no, but uh, Julie's great. And, and actually, she did a fantastic job of getting everything she possibly could get ready to go. Postseason certificates and, and awards and all that stuff. Uh, was done before she was out, but she'll be back uh, March 2nd, ready to go. But shout out to her. She uh, is recovering well and look forward to her being back because I'm no good at her job. I know that. Mm, yeah, there's no doubt about that. Well, my I have a huge shout out and uh, I, I'm going to thank a couple people uh, um, with our Ankeny Centennial crew. Marge uh, Rasmussen is our administrative assistant in our office and she keeps us all in line and she does an amazing job of, you know, and you guys know processing POs, you know, handling phone calls and screening uh -huh. phone calls and, and dealing with, you know, state wrestling this week. We got, you know, hundreds and hundreds of kids coming in with their permission slips to, to get down to the state meet uh -huh. and miss school and uh, dealing with parent phone calls with, you know, that all that stuff that's going on. Uh, making our rosters, making sure all of our money counts are right. I mean, our our administrative assistants do so much, and um, I don't know if they know how much we really do appreciate everything they do. Um, we could not do this job alone, as you guys know, and all those ADs out there know it. It truly does take an army, whether it's our scoreboard workers, our scorebook workers, people who announce – um, chain crews just we have so many people that uh, help us in this uh, crazy business um, I don't know you know how we would do everything we do without the help of so many people in our communities um, and then I, I have just a huge shout out to, to Holly Anderson who is our middle school AD and she does a great job of handling all of our middle school sports and um, you know we got the a huge endeavor there with you know I think we've got um, you know, eight different middle school or, you know, eighth grade boys basketball teams and six or seven ninth grade boys basketball teams. And 
uh, just a, a crazy hectic schedule for her. Um, so I appreciate her. And then Randy Hoek, who's our activities coordinator, who gets everything set up for games for us and, and gets our um, activity workers set up. Um, just a lot of people doing some really great things to help us and help our kids have great experiences. Yeah, no doubt. And, you know, let's just kind of talk through a few things maybe that we do as we wrap up seasons to start seasons, maybe some, some tips, some tricks maybe that uh, we've kind of come across through the years that I don't know, that just kind of help it go a little smoother. Um, I think one of the things that I try to do, I try to remember the coaching days and how, when I was starting, let's say we're starting our sport, you know, and we just, we want to get off to a good start. Um, and we want to make sure things are, are ready to go. We want to have everything in place. Um, you know, obviously some coaches are more organized than others. What? So we've got to help, help them. <laughs> yeah, I know. What? Um, but I think one of the things as an AD that I've tried to do is really make those, especially in this time, because we got the postseason, we got, you know, our state wrestlers trying to get going. So we got to take care of them, make sure our coaches feel like we're, we're doing right by them, our basketball. Um, but then when track is starting, you know, they've got things that they need. And I think one of the things that we can do is sometimes, say, well, we'll just let track get started and, you know, they can figure it out. But I don't want the track coaches to feel like they're being let down. I mean, I've got to give them the same effort mm -hmm. getting started as I do the coaches who are wrapping up their seasons and getting into postseason because uh, that's an exciting time for them. It's also an exciting time when you're starting your season. So I, I just want to make sure that all those coaches feel valued. And when they send something to me, I respond to them. Um, and, and get back to them and don't say, well, I'll get to them when I get through this postseason. Uh, I'm just trying to make sure right. they all feel like they're valued and I'm paying as much attention to them starting their season. I am ending the season. Yeah. I think, I think for me, one of the things that I've um, really um, grown to appreciate is I know we always have our, you know, before this, you know, year, school year coaches meeting. And one of the things that I've started doing is having uh, just preseason uh, staff meetings with uh -huh. each one of my staffs. And sometimes that can be uh, tough to get everybody in the same room. Um, and we get, you know, our middle school, high school staff all in the same room. Um, of course, I kind of go through a list of things that we want to be prepared for, uh, whether it's, you know, is there any last minute orders we need? anything that we think of to prepare for the upcoming season. I give my coach kind of a list of 10 things to kind of just focus on, but prior to the season starting. Um, and it's been a really good, you know, meeting in it. And again, I, like you said, Todd, I think it just kind of validates and, you know, gives them that value and that time that they need to feel like they're heard. Um, whether it's, you know, Hey, last year we had this issue, you know, can we make sure that's fixed this year, making sure we've gone through the transportation reports um, just uh, everything, you know, that we can kind of just think of before the season starts. And every year, uh, you know, there's something else that pops into that, whether it's something from our business office or some kind of new accounting <laughs> issue that we have to address um, from the auditors. But uh, I've really grown to really appreciate and value those preseason staff meetings with, uh, you know, so this spring I had my girls track, my boys track, my 
you know, my girls golf. Um, so it's been, I really appreciated that and really, um, it's really a good time to just sit down with them and kind of go over things. So mm-hmm. I do really like yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Um, one of the things I was thinking about here is you guys were just talking about uh, tips and tricks. And, it, you know, it's it's hard. Uh, it's probably one of the things I struggle with most uh, as you're coming down to the end of that winter grind uh, and you're kind of starting to check off your your low-level programs, finishing up their great seasons. And, and so you're – uh, the intensity level of the winter season starting to back off uh, a little bit. And you kind of start to breathe a little mm-hmm. bit and then bam, here comes day one of track and all that stuff comes with that. And, mm-hmm. and then you're right. Todd, it's, yeah, uh, it just it, slaps it, you across the it's face. It's probably one of my harder transitions of, of the school year. Um, and I guess I've got a question that we're back at you guys um, here in a second, just to, to get your thoughts on that. But one of the things I think that has helped us a lot, first of all, if um I know and maybe it doesn't work in all your districts and things like that, but if you if you aren't using some type of online activities registration um, where folks go through and do all their sign up on all the forms and upload their physicals and, and sign up for sports online, um, it's something I would explore uh, as an option if that's something you can do in your district. Uh, there's a bunch of different ones out there. I won't necessarily plug a specific one, but but I know since we've done that, it's cleaned up our process a lot. It's made it a lot less hectic um, of people in and out, just foot traffic mm-hmm. in and out of the office um, and such. So that's one thing I, I think yeah. we've we've adopted here uh, at Kennedy that's made things uh, a little bit smoother for us, uh, at least a little bit less hectic. And then the other thing we use is our um, – what sometimes gets lost in all this is, well, uh, when we didn't – when we weren't using this system um, – we would have kids come in and bring all their forms to us and we check them off and sign them off. And then there was this gap between they've come to talk to us. We've given them permission to practice, but then getting that information to the coach. So one of the things we started doing is we started using a Google sheet. Um, and so mm. in our office, when once they've been cleared for permission to practice, whatever your system is that you're using, once you clear them and give them permission to practice, we've got a, a Google sheet going that can be shared with all of our head coaches and can, and, and can be seen live, you know, uh, on that. If, if we add somebody to that sheet, coaches have access to that sheet on their phones and they can go look at that and see is a kid in green or yellow or red on that list. And if they're yellow or green, they can practice. If they're red, they can't. If they're not on the list, they can't practice, but it's been a way to, to get rid of that communication gap that can happen uh-huh. when it comes in at the end of the school day and do they have did they get their stuff in or not we just add them to the spreadsheet or to that google sheet coach can then see it they're at practice live so that's been something else we've used to uh to help communication and identify kids that are cleared and kids that are not so i like that google sheet we did that back at roosevelt when we especially when we had you know a lot a lot more kids and programs um, and I think that is a good way to do it. I'm not sure we do that here. I think it's more personal communication, but uh, we aren't quite as big either. But I, that is a good idea. I really, I just wrote that down to talk to Misty about that to see if that's something we might want to do. Yeah. Good idea. So my question, I was going to throw you guys, how, Yeah. because um, Todd, I agree with you 100%. When you talk about you want those, those spring coaches, as they get going, deserve your 100% attention and effort and best and, and not giving them that, Oh man, it's been a long winter season. I'm tired. Can you just give me a couple days? days? Um, they deserve better than that. Um, 
at the same time, we deserve some downtime and time off. So how do you balance you two, this idea of I've got to be there for my spring sports as they get going and, and they're excited and I, and I owe them that support, but you also owe yourself some, some downtime, some recovery and, and, and reflection time. How do you balance those two things? I think just be honest with them and tell them when I'm going to be gone. Um, I, I feel like it just works itself out. Um, you know, like the last two days I was at state wrestling and I left Thursday morning for there. I left about 10, 10 30 and I haven't been back. And, uh, you know, yesterday I, I got back into town about two thirty, and I just stayed home. Uh, and uh, I did a couple things, I responded to a couple emails, but I didn't go back into the office. Um, and again, I, I think it's just like I tell them, we have a, a preseason coaches meeting too. And I tell them, the head coaches, I said, you guys are, you know, you, you got to manage your program. Um, send us stuff when you need it. But there's just some things I think you know, they've got to figure out being the leader of their program and you just kind of trust them to do that. And uh, luckily I've got, like we said, a great assistant. Misty's a great assistant and she'll call me if she needs something, but otherwise she can handle a lot of stuff too. So um, I just feel like it works out and you just got to take time to, you know, not go in when you don't really need to, unless you really needed to go in. Yeah, I, Aaron, I, I, I'm probably, this is something I struggle with. <laughs> so whenever you ask me this, you know, I always feel like you guys are better at this than, than I am. And it's something I struggle with and I, I don't have great balance and I need to be better at it. Not, not for me. I need to be better at it because uh, I'm a dad and a husband. Um, so I always feel like my family kind of gets the, you know, I, I, I ignore them at times because I'm so busy doing the things and I can't do that. And I, I need to be better at that. Um, but you know, for me, it's literally about, I try to get stuff done as early as I possibly can. I know people make fun of me <laughs> because I'm sending stuff out early all the time and I get heck from, uh, you know, Al Lammers will always give me heck about Jarvis. You're sending me contracts at Sunday at one o'clock in the morning and I don't want your, you know, expletive <laughs> right now. So I guess for me, it's just trying to get stuff done well in advance. And I know that's not always um, probably good for other people, but that's how I get things done. And then I know that I've done it. And then if I got to go back and resend it, I do that. But I do struggle with that a lot too, Aaron. I, and I don't, I wish I had the answer. And if I did, I probably would be uh, out on some circuit making 15, 20 grand every time I opened my mouth. But right now, opening my <laughs> mouth just usually gets me in trouble. <laughs> uh, well, I, I appreciate it. I, I just think that's a good discussion. I know we've got a lot of, of, of newer, younger ADs out there just getting rolling. And, and it's certainly something to to just keep in mind because it's hard because your your body and your mind are looking for a break and and your spring sports are getting going and, and so just mm -hmm. i think todd you got the best point there just be honest with them say look when i'm here i'm going to give you what i got but if i say i'm checking out for two or three days um i'm going to check out two or three days and, and take care of yourself so um good stuff well you know we talk 
I talk to them all the time about balance and, you know, their faith, their family, and then their job. And when those get out of whack, I don't think we're getting their best effort. And I think we have to model that. We have right. to lead that. Um, it's not being lazy. I think sometimes we, we think, well, I'm going to take some time off. It's I'm being lazy. I'm not giving them everything. We, we got to, we got to take care of ourselves. Uh, Mentally, physically, spiritually. I mean, we've, we've just got to do those things. And and then when we are locked and loaded for that eight hours, 10 hours, whatever it is, and we're there, we're there. But we've got to have that recovery yeah. time. I was talking to an AD yesterday at State Wrestling. And he was, you know, uh, he's got a wrestler in the finals. He had one wrestling later in the afternoon in the semis. And he was, he was telling me, he's a younger AD, and he was almost apologizing. He said, well, I was here yesterday. I was here this morning. I feel like I've, I've been here enough. I said, hey, you, yeah. I mean, you don't have to apologize. You can't be at everything. Um, we had a wrestler last night in the semis. I was there yesterday watching him in the quarters and uh, watched our guy on the back end and came back. And I, I watched him last night in the semis you know, on the Iowa high school sports network. Um, we just don't have to be, and we don't have to apologize if we can't be at everything for everybody. Um, you know, yeah. so it's hard. I know, but I don't think, I don't want ADs out there to feel like they're being lazy. I mean, we're, we work our tails off. Um, yeah. we don't have to hang our hat on yeah. a 14 and 16 hour day. Um, that's not going to get us to in the long run. And that's, Sometimes why I think we're losing ADs at the, the clip of 50 and 60 a year sometimes. Yeah. Um, you know, a couple of years ago, it was 70. Yeah. Uh, we've got to find ways to, to balance that and, and not feel guilty about it. And that's, that's what we do sometimes. I think we feel guilty about taking care of ourselves, and we shouldn't. We've got to flip that a little bit. Yeah, and I, I, that's good discussion for now. Yeah. I, I, I kind of felt bad we ended up going that direction, but I also thought it was important to go that way because I think this is one of those months where um, I think it hits ADs hard um, on that because the month of March is, a, you, mm -hmm. you look at your, your calendar and there's not a lot of events going on. And so you're trying to find that time, but then, the, so it's, it's just a great month to just remind folks um, that it's important to balance both. And this is one of those months you get to do that. Uh, or the opportunity to do it versus sometimes you, you don't. January, February, you don't necessarily always get that. Mm -hmm. Maybe there's game after game after game, and things have to get done. So when you get to the month of March, um, find that find a way to to reset that balance. So good discussion. Yep. Thanks. Good. It's always good yeah. to talk about that. I think just talking about it helps everybody too. So um, you know, anybody yeah. out there with with any questions about that or or ideas, uh, give us a shout out, uh, send us a text or an email and let us know. Uh, we'd love to hear what you do. Um, all right, let's go to a little what's up, what's down. And uh, Scott, we're going to start with what's up and we're going to start with you. You get lead off today. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> I love it. I, well, my up this morning was uh, I got an opportunity to hear Inky Johnson speak and, you know, uh, I don't think my cup's ever empty, but it's, it gets down to half full a lot. And uh, you guys know, and, and I get this from you guys too. Um, I get this from speaking to ADs and, and we, we, you know, we go through that battle and that journey together. And um, it's always good to just, you know, and one of the things I love about doing this podcast is I get to hear from 
two really good friends that, uh, you know, go through that battle with me each and every week. And uh, just how important that is, is that that ADs have people that they can talk to because uh, we know this is a tough job. And, um, you know, I want the best for not only you, Aaron and Todd, because, you know, you're two of my really my really good friends. But uh, for all of our ADs out there, just knowing that there are people out here who, who want you to be successful and know the struggles you go through. And um, so for me, going to Inky this, this morning was hit with bad stuff sometimes and and sometimes it's just good to talk it out with people and just hear people speaking greatness into others because we don't get that nearly as much as we probably need it but uh you know and we need to do that for our coaches and our student athletes too just speak greatness into people um and and that just really reminded me of that this morning and then secondly my daughter did a, they did a lip sync battle at Berg Middle School last night. And they're raising money for that Four Diamonds um, uh, organization who helps raise funds for um, childhood cancer. Um, and they help families pay for hospital bills yeah. and, and things like that. So it was a really great night and, uh, and, and really loved and enjoyed watching her perform their little TikTok dance, which was cute. And again, thank you to, Holly and Randy who covered basketball last night. So I had the opportunity to, to have a little balance last night and have that. Good for you. Yeah. I saw that on a Friday night. I thought good for Scott Jarvis. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Great. Aaron, you get second spot. All right. Well, I'm glad Scott set the tone for the guys. I really had two things I wanted to talk about. So since Jarvis got to, I got to. <laughs> Centennial isn't getting any special treatment over Kennedy. You're not going to take three, Sorry. are you, since he took Sorry. two? Well, I, I, that's, I know that's a typical sector move, but I'm going like, <laughs> um, So two things. One, I'm super excited today. Um, this is my dad hat on. I don't brag about my kids too often or, or things like that, but my daughter will be – uh, performing this afternoon over in Ames at the large group all-state uh, contest. It, she's a three-time performing all-state speech contestant. So wow. super proud Great. of her. She's doing oh, one-act wow. play today. That's awesome. Um, it's hard as a dad. Her part is a little, shall we say, risque. Um, so it's interesting to sit there in the crowd mm. as a dad, uh, uh. watching your daughter act in such ways and discuss yeah. such things. But that's <laughs> Um, uh, a lot of I'm looking forward to that. Um, my other up is this, maybe a different spin on this. Um, my other up is John Allen Van Fleet Sr. Um, he, uh, I know I've talked about Coach Van Fleet before in, yeah. in the past as one of my big-time mentors. He's my high school football coach, track coach, science teacher, AD, LTI coordinator in Illinois, just super guy, um, and one of those folks who I just I, I hang my hat on on, on – a uh, big influence in my life. Well, he, he's been battling multiple myeloma now for 15 years. He passed away a week ago, um, Valentine's day last Friday. And my up is this, I've had a, I, I got to talk to him last week before he passed away. I got about a half hour phone conversation with him, had mm-hmm. that opportunity just to make sure he knew, um, how much he meant to me. Uh, it was a great half an hour discussion with him and just reminiscing in some memories and, him trying to play it off as whatever, Aaron, I could, you could have done better than me and me getting to tell him, stop it, coach, knock it off. You're, I mean, just super conversation with him. Um, and then just the, drove over yesterday uh, mm-hmm. to his visitation. His funeral this morning, but got over to the visitation over in Illinois yesterday and uh, just great memories. I've had a lot of conversations with past classmates and teammates from high school 
Um, and uh, it was there after the visitation that uh, Kelly, his wife, had out just, the, you know, the different memorabilia. And I came across, uh, this is just him, this probably an inch and a half, two inch thick binder that from the 1988 Gilbert Tiger football season, it was the, the, the huh. scrapbook or the uh, whatever you call it from that football season. And it was all the statistics and all the news clippings and, and, and not just statistics but this was you know 1988 football and he's got all the time of possession stats in there and, th- and i i remember him sitting at his typewriter because this is pre-computer this is i mean he's sitting there i remember watching him in his classroom mm-hmm. sitting there as typewriter typing over you know just forever I'm like what are you typing huh. well he was typing up all the, mm. the, the the statistical reports in the football season and stuff and just amazing what he kept track of um Great leader, great influence. So he's my up this week as well. That's great. Awesome. Well, for me, um, I said I was at uh, state wrestling and this weekend and going back again tonight to the finals, which I think is a great experience. My wife hasn't been to the state finals before, so she'll experience that for the first time, the pageantry and just kind of the excitement. So, but anyway, I was in the, uh, down at the local radio station recording a couple interviews this past week uh, with the news guy. And I stopped in to see the guy who's in charge of sports and um, asking him what they do for state wrestling. Well, since 1980 raccoon Valley radio, uh, which is a conglomerate, it's four stations uh, in this area. They have done live play by play of all the area wrestlers uh, for the last 40 years. Wow. And our radio guy started that in 1980, a couple of years after he got here. So it has grown and it's grown to the point where now they cover DCG and Waukee. So they had, I think it was right about 45 wrestlers in our local area covered by the radio stations that they were doing live updates for every single match that they wrestled. So they are live basically the whole time. Wow. And, of course, it's good for sponsors and things like that. They love it. But I stepped into their booth um, both days, and I I watched them. I said, I want to watch you guys do this. There were three announcers yesterday. Um, There was three on – actually, there was four yesterday. There was three on Thursday, plus they have a guy down right off the mats talking to wrestlers and coaches as they come off uh, after their match. Really a big undertaking. Um, And it was just really something to see. I I mean, I'm just watching Doug, our local guy. He organizes the whole thing. And he's telling these guys what mats, and they're telling each other what mat they're on. And and they're they're deciding, you know, with hand signals, who's taking what match. And there was a couple times, they've got three different matches going on. So Doug Doug orchestrates the, you know, when you talk about your match. Um, Really, just it was something to watch. And just... Awesome. And I just, it's a shout out to our local radio and media. Um, our newspaper guy here does some great stuff with uh, social media as well. As a young guy really does a lot with video and his wrap ups of the, the matches that our kids had uh, were really good and stuff you can share with the public on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, but my, my hat's off to the local radio and media who cover our kids Um you know, just tireless. Doug's preparation for the state wrestling is unbelievable. Um, and he's a wrestling guy. He loves wrestling. He was a wrestler. 
Uh, so it's near and dear to his heart. But uh, shout out to local radio and media. Just yeah. appreciate their coverage. You know, you you talk about that and, and agree totally. Shout out to those folks. But if you haven't ever watched those folks work, um, if you when you just listen to them on the radio and it sounds so smooth and seamless and things like that, it's fun to watch the communication yeah. and, the, and the, the notes and the way they keep track of information. Uh, if you ever get a chance just to be behind the scenes of a radio show with those guys, like Todd just was talking about, lots of fun and you'll your jaw will drop at mm-hmm. what happens that you don't see. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was a lot of fun. I just admired it a whole lot just yeah. love loved it so we're gonna go to what's down and uh, scott we'll come back to you you got anything down right now uh you know what i just I, mine is really simple just be i, I i'm <laughs> you see this all the time on social media and i love social media but people getting bashed on social media um, you know, it happens to a, a lot of people, but I'm just, uh, it's just mm. a struggle. People don't know what people are going through and then they get on social media and just bash someone and they really didn't even know the full story. And, uh, I just, I, we just talked about it. How you just talk about, it, but just, let's just be, have some compassion for people and know that there are things going on and in, in, in life, um, we don't always get what we want immediately. And sometimes patience and um, just uh, sometimes just simple reminder of the golden rule is always good. Aaron? I agree, Scott. You know, um, trying to think of the right way to go at this. Uh, It's along the same lines, I guess, what, what Scott's getting at there. I think, you know, we always talk about schools are microcosms of society. Um, And, I think one of the things that's just yeah. I've been struggling with here lately or just is frustrating and disappointing and discouraging. Um, there, there's a lot of words for you. Um, <laughs> is that we're also a microcosm like of the divisiveness, the divisiveness that's out there in, in society. And this idea that it's you either agree with me and see it my way or you don't. Uh, there is no middle ground. There is no compromise. And, and that we have to just be this... Uh, in this world of extremes right now we've lost we've lost the middle i feel like we have lost it. Yeah. i feel like we're losing the middle ground and it's such a battle to uh. find it and seek it and 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 keep mm-hmm. it um and i hope that we can figure that out because it um it's making yeah. school cultures more and more difficult um for people to manage be excited about and and want to engage in so yeah. Hopefully we'll, we can switch that trend. And, and you know, yeah. I think our what we provide and offer with, with educational athletics and activities um, are, are a great vehicle to, to continue trying to promote that compromise and, and roles and teamwork and, and empathy uh, with other folks. So we got to keep we have to keep making sure that's a part of our programs and, yeah. and battle. Yeah. Well, I totally agree. That's because we're. Yeah. Everything is just extreme. It's just everyone's opinion is extreme. It's ramped up and we want it now, kind of like Scott was saying, you know, we, so then we have a vehicle to go to social media and just, we think we can be anonymous. Uh, But yeah, you're right. I think we got to be the model for integrity, compassion, 
all those things. That's a great point. So for me, um, I was driving in Des Moines the last couple of days. Yes, it's been a while. <laughs> you know, and I was I was doing okay. It wasn't too bad until yesterday. I had the three lane changeover to get to the exit. I mean, just and dodging left and right, people hitting their brakes in front of me. And, you know, I could see it coming. I could see it coming. And sure enough, whoever was driving, I did the old three-lane crossover. And I thought, okay, yep, there's my down. I'm back in the back in the big city. There uh, it is. And I know Des Moines is not like, you know, anywhere, but yeah. everywhere that's got big cities. But still, it just reminded me, just holy cow, making people hit the brakes and pumping. I just... So yeah, people just drive, man, alive. Plan ahead. Quit, quit taking uh, your lack of planning out of those on of of us who are trying to plan. But you know, if I, if I do a two lane crossover in Jefferson, I'm in somebody's front lawn, and then probably into their living room. Uh, you know, I got one lane to deal with here, two lanes when it really opens up going through the middle of town. So um, we don't get much of that here. So. Anyway, just back to the old local driving in Des Moines, and yeah, kind of made me laugh. It made me laugh. So, yeah. I, I was thinking about you the other day when I was going into the. To oh my wrestling. gosh! People were, you know, littered all over the road, all which ways, <laughs> acting like complete clowns. And I Can we talk about that like, for a oh, second? Todd would love this. Oh, I know. Is there anything I know. like parking at state wrestling? I mean, I don't know if there's an experience like it out there. It's such a wow. Yeah, I pulled in, and I, I, I'll give away my parking spot. Oh, um, good information. I always pull in on the west side of uh, Mercy, uh, the the uh, college there, Mercy College. Yep. And I go a block, and I take a right, and go up the hill, yep. and there's an apartment complex, and, and I park around there on the street. Two reasons. Number one, I'm cheap, and I don't want to pay 10 bucks to go in for a few hours. Um, and I don't want to fight the people getting off on 5th Street and 1st Street trying to find getting into the ramps. I pulled off yeah. yesterday to my normal spot. Yeah. And, I'm, and I just, it's so funny because I'm taking a right, and then a block later, I take another right, and there's nobody going because everyone's trying to get into the parking lots. So, I got there yesterday at about nine o'clock, yep. you know, three, a started at nine. We weren't going to wrestle till about 10. And I, you're right, Aaron, it was backed up for two blocks because the big lot was full of course, by then. Oh, big lot by Wells by Fargo. Yeah. And then, so everyone's trying to get to that lot that is two yep. blocks to the West. And I was walking down, you know, about 9.15, 9.20. Luckily, it was nice. So, you know, I don't mind walking. And, um, and I told the sheriff who was kind of getting people across, I said, man, this is crazy. And he said, he said, you should have seen it about an hour ago. Oh, I can imagine. It's just, it, it you know, and it's, it, girls' basketball is busy, boys' basketball is busy. But God bless wrestlers and wrestling families, but they've got a different motor. Um, then, and then yeah. there's a, there's a reason why they're, they are state, yeah. uh, um, they're state qualifier wrestlers. Uh, 
they're, like you said, they're wound up differently, and you, you've got to be wound up differently to be a state qualifier and, and be alive on day two at state wrestling. But uh, it does translate into their driving patience yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, we digress. <laughs> Boy, but yeah, thank you to the police and the sheriffs who are out there at least trying to direct traffic and, and letting that flow as good as it can, because no. otherwise it would be. Tell me that's Complete not the chaos. straw to be the guy who has who gets assigned the the intersection there outside of Wells Fargo. <laughs> I uh, know. I mean, are you nervous for your life the whole shift? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that gets yeah. big yeah. hazard pay for that, Aaron. Well, I'll tell you what, guys. We have gone forty minutes already. You could tell we missed each other after the week, I guess, right? That's crazy. <laughs> so. You know, we I were know going we to talk about the state convention, but if we start on that, we're going to go another hour. So what we'll do, folks, we will hit state convention yes. next week. The state convention uh, in Coralville is about a month away, a little over a month away, and uh, we'll be three weeks away next week. So let's save that for next week, guys, because we got we'll, we'll kind of hit that a little sooner. Yeah. Um, yeah, and maybe get right into the convention and kind of the nuts and bolts of that. We'll have a meeting on Wednesday this week, too. So we'll have a little more things that are closed up and ready to go. But uh, we'll talk convention next week. Uh, but let's spend the last few minutes, Scott. You have a closing thought. Maybe we'll just talk through that just a little bit. Your closing hey, thought today. Before Scott jumps on that, though, yeah. can, I, I do sure. I want to put a, a little convention plug in. Sorry, yeah. Scott. Um, yeah, but we do have LTI uh, sign up going on right no, now. No, you're good. And we've got about 28 ADs signed up for classes, but that's open for about another week or so. So for you ADs out there who are listening and interested in taking LTI classes, if you haven't signed up yet, go to the, the AD website, find that link, and get signed up for LTI classes. There's three sessions Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon, and Sunday morning to sign up for. So there you go, Scott. Back to you. Hey, well, Aaron, why don't you go through, just go through what we're offering. Let's at least do that again. I can do that real quick. So uh, Saturday morning, uh, we are offering three classes each session. Saturday morning, we are offering uh, uh, 501. Actually, we'll be offering the 501, 502, 503, uh, our three classes, Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon, and and Sunday morning. So if you're a new AD, haven't taken those classes yet, you can take those for half price and take that 501, 502, 3 series Saturday through Sunday. Uh, also, Saturday morning, we're offering 610. That's Scott and I teaching that. That's a technology uh, productivity communication class. And we're offering 608, which is a management strategies class um, taught by, uh, be taught by Jason Schroeder and Brian Peterson on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saturday afternoon, like I said, we're teaching 502. And then we've got I, and a great treat for folks. I want to plug this class. Uh, it's a yeah. new LTI class, 706, uh, Coaching Coaches to be Leadership Educators. Uh, brand new course. And we've got Bruce Brown out of Ohio, and we got Rich Barton out of Utah, who are the the authors of this brand-new class. Killer. Come wow. and teach it. It's a fantastic yeah. course, and those are top-notch guys to learn from. So um, that's a Saturday afternoon class. I'd love to have folks fill that class yeah. up. And then we'll, for those who don't want to do that and just want to talk nuts and bolts, we're teaching 630, which is just contest management there Saturday afternoon. And then Sunday morning, mentioned 503. you got 709 being taught. Um that is uh, communications, methods, and applications for ADs. And then 726, bringing back Mike McGurk out of Missouri to teach about student leadership development, 726. So great lineup. Get signed up if you can here in the next week. Very good. Uh, that's, bringing in those national guys, is that's, that's big, man. That's a lot of fun. 
Um, yeah, it'll be it'll be yeah. fun. That like I said, Rich and, I'm, and Bruce, I'm that, it's a that. really great course at 706. So hopefully, folks will sign up for that. And Bruce is able to make yeah. it all right. He is. His yeah. health has taken a good turn here, yes. and great. he is assuring us that he feels good and and will make it. So yeah. oh, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. And I like the fact too we've got some that's new awesome. teachers, some new instructors uh, going this yep. year too. Lyle Fetters, Tracy Johnson from Des Moines, yes. both of them. Yep. Uh, so that's good. Those those guys that uh, are getting involved, I love that. That's great. Thanks for your work on that too, Aaron. I know that yeah. takes a lot of planning and preparation, and uh, appreciate yeah, that a lot. Yeah, thank you. Yep, you bet. It's uh, it's it's it'll be a great lineup, and it's our first time offering nine classes, so we'll see uh, see if we've got enough interest to fill that up. Great. Yeah. All right, Scott, what do you got for us to close? Well, uh, you know, as I said before, we, we had Inky Johnson speak this morning. And, you know, again, uh, <laughs> I kind of said it before, but, you know, we, we run on that, that half cup a lot. <laughs> and uh, today my cup runneth over. How's that? So I was excited. Um, you know, it's been, a, it's been a tough week. You know, we had uh, Coach Jenkins' funeral this week and uh, state wrestling and just basketball's going on and getting ready for postseason. So it was just one of those weeks where I was like, man, I just feel really beat up. And uh, it, it was just, it was a tough week. Um, so, you know, I, I, you know, this morning I was getting out of bed. I'm like, God, do I really want to get up and go to this early morning? And, you know, but I was like, you know, I don't know. Somehow I just was like, I, I need to go. And, and I'm glad I did. Um and, and you guys both have heard Inky Johnson's story. Um, just an amazing person. Um, had a just a, a horrific um, accident in football. Um, just about died and has just turned his tragic story into just a great um, uh, story for people to overcome adversity. And um, he said something today that just really stuck with me, and I wrote it down. Um, and, and this and this is great for all ADs, honestly. I mean, uh, we deal with this each and every day, and, and I know it's it's always on our hearts. And and I know that uh, being an AD is it's not an easy job. It is not for the lighthearted. And uh, and and I honestly, when I sit back and think about all the things our ADs do across the country, mm. I can't even fathom that we even can get it done. But somehow we do it, and I know it's not always easy. And it's, <laughs> And there's days where you're just like, why am I doing this? And, and then, and then you'll hear somebody like Inky Johnson speak and, and the coaches and athletic directors who made an impact in his life. And now he's making an impact on millions and millions of people across the country. Um, and that's why we do what we do because we do feel like there are life lessons to be learned through uh, educationally based athletics. But he said this morning, redirection, pain, setbacks, shortcomings, the highs and lows are all a part of the process. Embrace it, respect it, and trust it. And I just thought that was a great quote. I thought that was just something really that just really, you know, just hit me this morning that, you know, the, those weeks where you're just getting hammered and people are on you and, and things just don't seem to be going your way. Um, that that is all a part of, you know, that process and that journey that we have to go through to be better than what we are today. 
and without those people that are, you know, bashing us and, and pushing us into the ground, uh, we would not nearly enjoy all those good times and those times where we see our kids do amazing things, not only out on the court, but the things our kids are doing uh, in the theater, you know, and like Aaron's daughters in state speech day. And we just have some amazingly talented young people across the state that are, that are in that today. Um, but just to see them have the opportunity to go out and do the things that they love. Uh, that's pretty special and pretty powerful. So I just, I just, that really touched me this morning. And I, and I hope ADs out there know that, you know, myself, Todd, Aaron, we are all about helping our ADs and, and know, and it just know that we know um, that, that we know it's a struggle, but you know, it's, it's really worth it in the end. And I know when I, when I used to go to the national AD convention, I would go out and I, I would see all these ADs and they'd be speaking. And I'm like, man, that guy's got it all together. That guy's got this all figured out and man, they must have a great AD gig and everything must be just, you know, rainbows, unicorns and, and teddy bears all day long. And, and what I've learned is that it's not that way at all. We all are facing the same things, whether you're at a really small school um, or a really large school, we're all in the same battle together. And I know they're on different fronts, uh, but uh, we, we are definitely fighting the same battle. And at the end of the day, it's really about, you know, developing our young people and teaching them those, those character values that we aspire to teach our kids through, you know, a great classroom, which is, which is the court, which is the theater, which is our choir rooms, which is all those extracurricular activities we offer a great classroom for our kids to learn about how, you know, how we treat each other and how about how we can overcome adversity and how we can be better people through, um, you know, educationally based activities. Man. So that was, that was my <laughs> thought for the day. Well, I say we uh, pass the offering plate and sing the closing hymn. Cause you just preached it, brother. <laughs> good stuff. <laughs> oh yeah. That's good. Well, guys, have a great week. Um, appreciate you. And uh, travel safe today, Aaron, Scott, wherever you're traveling today. We'll uh, do our best to get to Des Moines as well. And, say, uh, stay, stay safe driving to Des Moines, Todd. Be I will. Yeah, I'll smile the whole way. Do a yeah. <laughs> yeah, just go woosah. So, anyway, you guys, uh, we'll talk to you next week. Probably see you Wednesday um, at our meeting. But uh, just appreciate you coming on this morning. Have a great uh, rest of the weekend with your family. All you ADs out there, uh, travel safe to and from your, your postseason games, uh, wherever you're headed. Uh, good luck in the postseason. Uh, hope, hope you get to the state tournament. But if you don't, uh, you've got great lessons there as well. So uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. I want to thank our sponsor, Hometown Ticketing, again. Appreciate them being on board with us. Um, and uh, give them a give them a shout out. Go through some training and see what they can do for you. So thanks to Hometown Ticketing. So everybody have a great week. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. We'll touch base and uh, talk about our state convention. And if anybody out there in Iowa has questions about that state convention, uh, give us an email, uh, send us a message, and uh, we will get that answered for you. So have a great week and be blessed.